Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Claire Mutimer. And I'm Susie Coulson. Welcome to The Backstory. In each episode, we'll be hearing about an experience that has happened to someone that shaped who they are. 30 minutes that remind us that everyone's dealing with something. So we're a documentary podcast. A doctor Except you made that word up. Acid attacks seem to be on the rise. They're a particularly vile but relatively easy way of causing massive harm and consequences that are lifelong for the person who is attacked. Today we're hearing from Adele, who suffered an acid attack in August 2014 in her hometown of Lowestoft. It was arranged by her ex-partner, Anthony. Heads up about this one. We're talking about a catalogue of violent attacks. So if that's a trigger, then give it a miss. And it's definitely not suitable for little ears. Susie went to talk to Adele to find out more. What would you like to tell us about? Um, I think everyone knows me through the acid attack. It happened on the 14th of August 2014. I remember it being really sunny. I remember getting up early. Um, I had drinks planned for after work. So I was getting the bus. Ten past eight, I left home. Because it was so nice, I I thought, oh, should I walk or should I get a bus? So I thought, oh, I'll see like if there's a bus there then I'll get it if not I'll carry on walking down to each bus stop and there was two elderly people I thought oh they normally know the time so there'll be a bus soon so I decided to stop within a few minutes there was this guy uh, black tracksuit he had like a balaclava covering his mouth and he was shaking a bottle and he was just lightly jogging past me but as he passed me I remember feeling wary so I remember going in towards the bus stop he looked me in the eyes and I just just felt really wary of him and I'd say about five minutes later don't know why until this till this day I still don't know what made me move but as I moved my head to the side acid got chucked over me and obviously at first I thought it was just water and I thought what the hell why is he just chucked water over me and then within seconds it was burning um just burning so I remember just chucking my bag my phone and then ran to these two people that was waiting and I grabbed hold of one one lady's hand and was like please bring an ambulance bring an ambulance I need an ambulance and just felt like I was melting at that point it was probably about half eight and 
it was busy, everyone was going to work. So I was playing, I remember playing chicken in the road, just running in and out, and there, there was cars bibbing, and then like, eventually people knew that something was up, so like, they, then the cars started stopping. So then I was crying for water, and someone come out of their house with a jug of water, chucked it over me, and it just like, burnt even more, like it just yeah. smoked, like, I was just then I just started off so I remember getting up and just running and everyone was just like running away from me because I was just like acid was going everywhere because I was just covered in it yeah and it felt like ages for the ambulance but that took them nine minutes so when this happened and you realized that it was acid did you have any sense of do you I knew it was Anthony did I you? knew, yeah. Straight away. Straight away, that was him. I knew it obviously weren't him that done it, but he was involved and I knew that that was him. So tell me about Anthony. I met Anthony when I was 16 and he must. He was 18. We used to go underage drinking. There was this pub in town and we'd all say to our parents that we was going bowling or, or to the Chinese and we'd go to this pub that served underage so we'd have a few drinks and... That's where I met him. Uh, but he was Scottish and he had a nice accent. I looked like, as he started talking, I remember saying, get him to say stuff because I liked the accent. And from there, we were just messaging each other and, and texting. So we were together and it was all right. And you were really young at this stage. I was stage. 16. Was 16. He was my first proper boyfriend. Like, yeah. How were those early weeks? They and... were good. Like, he'd meet me for lunch at college, just treat me and just would just do stuff all together, like together and... You know, that, that would be good. He'd go out with the boys, I'd go out with the girls, and then we'd meet up. And then I think it was the end of January that he'd gone out on a Thursday night. I had college on the Friday, so I didn't go out. Then I got a phone call on the Friday to say that he's been arrested and is in the police station and he's now going to Norwich Prison. He's basically beaten some guy up to the to the point that broken bones. This guy had slagged his dead mum off. So then, like, how he put it to me... I felt really sorry for him. I yeah. just felt like, God, if someone slagged my my dad, dead mum off, like yeah. you'd had a few to drink, of course you're going to react to it. The reason that I'd never met him before is because he'd been in prison before and it all kind of come out that that's why he went straight to prison because he was on licence. And, and you hadn't known that I'd he'd been known in prison anything. before. What had he been inside for the first time? Um, I think it was GBH as well. Okay, so vi another yeah. violent yeah. offence. And I automatically told him, I don't want nothing, like, I have been brought up to have a prison boyfriend. He started writing to me and stuff like that. And I did start reply, like, I did reply. Because at, at first, like, it was actually, he was telling me stuff in the letters that he'd never told me, you know, that he loved me and okay. never. And it was actually quite nice to hear all that. But then it got to a point where I was like, this isn't me. Like, I don't, I want a boyfriend that I can see, you know. He had a mobile, a mobile in there. So every night he'd ring me and okay. then, like, he'd get caught with a mobile then he got extra time. He'd get another mobile. He'd always have a mobile. And he'd always have it, like, so he would be able to speak to me for hours at night. Like, that was when the control started, when I'd be like, oh, I'm going out. And he'd be like, no, like, no, you're not. Every night, I wouldn't be able to do anything. Like, I say I wouldn't be able to do anything. He was in prison, but it still stopped me because he would not give me threats, but he would, yeah, just constantly ring me and ring me. And if, even if I did go out, he'd be ringing his friends, which were out anyway. So, like, they'd always... I'd always be watched. He was in and out all the time. Okay, okay. Um, I remember that he'd beat, beat his brother up because someone told him that I'd been with his brother when he was in prison and load, everything was GBH related, that he'd beat people up. And what was he like 
to you throughout this time what looking back hindsight's a wonderful thing isn't it but looking back can you see elements of control can you see oh, ways yeah, definitely. Which... oh yeah 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 so like looking back now even when like we first got together and he'd meet me at college like all my mates thought that was marvelous that my boyfriend was meeting me every lunchtime but now I can see that he didn't want me to see my friends even then he'd mm. always have to be there to basically if we was if he was in prison and I told him I didn't want to be with him anymore we'd get uh the windows bricked or like he he he's got people on the outside to do stuff to me his sister beat me up before like so you were living with your mum and dad yeah and he would he would get people to stick a yeah. brick through the window yeah so we've had our win- a house bricked um and his sister beat you his up his sister beat me up <laughs> a, a girl would beat me up as like yeah that all because of him and he'd be in prison like if i said i didn't want to be with him and i'd block his number because it just ring 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 and it might sound like a like a bit of a naive question but how did you know that he was behind those things oh they'd tell me and they'd this is from you. anthony really yeah wow and then when he spoke to you I don't know, how would that be? Would he explain? Oh, it's because I love you, I'm inside, like, I mean, I'm getting told all this stuff, like, it's because I love you, Adele, and just all that, like. So he was kind of making out that it was, like, his own insecurities, and that he, yeah, yeah. okay. You made the decision to go on a cruise ship, Yeah, so I went on a cruise ship, so basically he was in prison, and I'd gone on the cruise ship. Um, I went to Miami and I was based in Miami for nine months. Because you'd been studying, we haven't said, you were oh, studying right, yeah, beauty, yeah. weren't you? Yeah. yeah. I went, got a cruise ship in Miami. Wow. Docked and then I'd done nine months in the Caribbean. Okay. And like, we didn't speak to each other at all. So that um, was your break from That was him, my was break it? and I'd never felt myself more than anything. So I'd get on this cruise ship, no one knew me, like no one knew me. I weren't Anthony's, I was on myself and I'd never been like that for years. So you kind of managed to get away, in a sense. You'd gone mm. on the cruise, you'd had a time away from him and you'd felt amazing during that yeah. time. And then you came back and so quickly he dragged you back yeah. in. On the Friday I was walking up to the the upstairs and he's walking down, he just grabs me. I remember pushing him and he got um he got kicked out. So then one of his mates was like, just go out and like and like see him. Well you just want to see how you do him. So then I I remember leaving just to go talk to him. And then by then, he'd um, Facebook every day, just kept, like, Facebooking me. And that, I was already, like, that sucked in. I met him here at the Werry in Alton Broad. Mm. And he'd said, oh, I've got us a hotel for the night. Um, like, we'll just stay here tonight. Okay. So I went upstairs with him. And he he was intoxicated. Apparently, I'd been cheating. Apparently, I'd been getting with people, and it's not fair on him. And he beat me up. Oh, um, Jesus. Beat me up, and but left me in the hotel room. And was that the first time that he'd physically yeah assaulted yeah. So, you? So um, I remember ringing my friend up, come and get me, come and get me. Like all the people from the hotel were coming at their hotel rooms. Like, and I was just remember sobbing. So I went to my friend's and then she took me to hospital and I'd broken my jaw. He'd broken your yeah. jaw. And my friend from the cruise ship, she'd just gone to Spain. So I got one my ticket and went out to Spain to meet her. I just needed to get away from him, like I couldn't be there. So as soon as he realised that I'd gone, he kept ringing me, ringing me, ringing me. And I think as soon as he realised the dial tone and that I had actually gone... yeah. Telling me that he's, he's, he can't do it without me, he's going to commit suicide. Um, okay. And then that night, 
his dad had rung me saying that Anthony was in a car crash and that he got cut out of the car and that he's in in theatre or something and okay. that he's begging for me. So I got a flight home. I went to his hospital bed and he said, I knew you'd come back. At the end of August, I'd planned to go to Manchester for my friend's 21st, which was, she was on the ship. So it was all the ship girls, me oh, going okay. up there, meet yeah. him. And he'd said that I could go. Um, was that unusual for him to say that yeah, you yeah, could yeah. go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he booked my training tickets and it was six o'clock. Go down at six o'clock on the Friday and come back the Sunday early morning, first thing. Oh, wow. So, so you couldn't go out and have a decent no, night yeah. out. You were going to have um, to be up early. Um, at this point, we'd, we was living together. Like So I went there and when I got there, he'd taken my dress out of my bag so I didn't have anything to wear and I was that scared like everyone was like oh we'll, we'll take you to town like we'll get you something I was that scared to even buy anything new um in case he'd like see that I wore something new or you know but I just thought I'm here now and like that was just so upsetting because all the people from the cruise ship could just see the chain like how changed I was and how scared I was of like you know because they'd seen you when you yeah, were like, at your yeah, strongest yeah. hadn't they when you were on the cruise ship and yeah feeling happier so um I went to this party anyway and um he kept ringing me and ringing me so I went outside and I answered it and because there was people walking past this venue it's like a a nightclub basically but it was a private room there's people like walking past me he thought I was with lads he was kicking off crazy like just saying get to that you get to the train station now like um if not i'm gonna he was like i don't know whether to go around to your mum dad's slit your mum and dad's throat and you'll have to live with it for the rest of your life or i don't know whether to kill you and do life for it he said i haven't really thought about it but either either way one uh, there is going to be i am going to be stabbing someone when i got on the train he was just saying i'm at, I'm at low stuff station waiting for you i'm gonna stab you you're gonna die. He was like, make sure you eat what you want today, like because this is the last time you can eat. Um, so I was on the train, and I knew if I knew if I went to if I rung my mum, then that would be it. That's the final straw. Like there's no going back. But I knew that if he knew that I weren't there, then that he would kick off. Um, so I rung my mum and I said he's threatened to kill me. So my, I got off at the station before, and we went straight to the police station. Well, should we come here? Um, my dad ran out and got in the car and we went to the mum said right we're going to the police station mm. you tell them everything mm. so I went to the police station we was waiting to see someone my brother my oldest brother and his wife was round for roast dinner and mum had just like up and left mm. and where my dad had just got out no one locked the front door so we come running in got my brother by the the next, so then his wife's ringing my mum's out whilst, whilst I was getting interviewed saying he's in here, he's in the house, he's got Adam. So then obviously all the police come and got him, but they couldn't charge him anything because the front door was open, so he got done for being drunk and disorderly. Oh, so he hadn't actually broken into the property? No, because my dad left and didn't right. open, lock the door. Right. So yeah, basically he got drunk, um, he got obviously harassment charge, injunction, not to go near me or anything. He got let out at two o'clock in the morning. First thing, he, where does he go? He comes here, no, so he's chucking stones. And for that week, he got arrested seven times in that week. Every night he was outside my house. Um, and did he not go back into custody during this time? Even though no, yeah. he'd held a knife to your brother's throat yeah. and he kept coming back. There were injunctions yeah. and so on and he kept coming back. Yeah. And then I went on a cruise ship. 
I just got a cruise ship and I just went. And was that another thing for you where you just thought, I yeah. need to escape yeah, need and to this get, is yeah. a way to get away from him? Yeah, so I got home in April, um, got a new job. I got gym membership, like, with it. Okay. So then I started going to the gym and going to the sauna and the steam room after work. So I go first out at the gym and who's there? Him. Oh, you're joking. No, so after I'd been in the gym, I could just see, you know, and just could see, feel eyes on you. I yeah. just kept constantly, and I was just my own business thinking I'm not talking to him. And then I just thought, oh, it's been two years now, there won't be any whatever. Then he started following me. So as soon as I'd leave the gym, he'd already be in the sauna before me, like knowing that is what I do. And if I'd go in the sauna, he'd be sat in the sauna and it, and then I'd go to walk out and he'd be like, oh, you're right, you're dear, like... Asked me how I'm getting on. Like, seemed just like he'd grown up. Like, really grown up. And then this one day, he'd bought me a phone. He just said, oh, I've got something for you. And he'd got me this phone. And I was like, I don't want it. Like, what? I don't want nothing off you. And he was just like, oh, nah. I got a new contract. I don't want it. I'd broken so many phones of yours, like, while we was together. Like, just a way of paying you back. So I, I, did, I took it off him because he wouldn't let me not. Yeah. But I didn't use it for ages because I didn't need a phone. In the end, my, my phone did smash. So then I that's why then I did start using it. And then that just started. He'd got my number and... He was patient, eh, in a way. He was kind of playing a long a game there. He's a snake as well. Like, every little thing he did, there was a motive. So this was January 2014. Um, I'd been meeting up with him. It was more boredom, the fact that he'd actually now started giving me attention that I hadn't got since I got back from the cruise ship kind of thing. So, um, Did you still feel that intensity yeah. with him? Um, like you knew him... Yeah, like yeah, no yeah, yeah. Else. I knew him like nobody else, and like we just clicked. Like as soon as like, as soon as we like we'd be together, we're handsome each other for two years. But it just felt like that we was meant to be, like kind of thing. That I understood him, he understood me. So then one day he looked at my phone. I put my phone down, looked at the phone, and because I had loads of boys' names, which I didn't, but I had boys' names on my phone, and he gave me this phone. And how dare I put boys' numbers in my the phone he'd bought me? And yeah. So I said, I don't want nothing to do with you. Don't want nothing to do with you. Blocked him. Every day that week, I got flowers and it just made me feel physically sick because I just knew that I was sucked in yet again and he ain't going to let me get away. So I thought, if I go around there, give him back to him, just say, look, I'm going away again. I went there at five o'clock and I didn't leave till about five in the morning. He'd locked the doors, um, chucked the flowers at me, basically beat beat me up, telling me that I weren't, I, um, I've messed his head up. So he trapped you inside? Trapped me inside, locked all the doors, couldn't get out, telling me that there's pointless me trying to escape because I am going to get, I am going to die there. And the only reason I, I, I got out at five in the morning is because um, a taxi pulled up and he thought it was the police. So he literally opened the door and said, if you go to the police, I will kill you. I will absolutely kill you. So I remember leave, running out of the house, running straight to my friend's house down the road, banging on the door, banging on the door. And she opened the door and she's like, what the hell? Like, and I was just like, they were just begging me to go to police. And I just said, I can't, I can't, I can't go to police, I can't. So that was, that was March the 15th. April the 29th, he kept messaging me, kept messaging me, kept messaging me, saying, look, I need to see you. Um, I want to see you. Um, come and meet me. If not, I will be coming to your mum and dad. So I just went and met him. And we was walking down... Um, a road and that was when I got stabbed and I was walking with him and someone jumped out and jumped me and 
um, slashed my lip, so my lip was hanging, and then oh. he become a hero because he rung the pl- rung. He chased after the guy, but the guy got away, and he'd got stabbed in the foot. So you were with him, and somebody else stabbed you. So presumably, you thought, "What did you think I this was, it was a random a, attack? A run, unprovoked attack." And because and he ran after the guy, but the guy got away, but um, he rung the police, he rung the ambulance, he was with me, he was he was my hero that night. But obviously we found out, yeah, he'd paid someone off the street to stab me. Three weeks after the I got stabbed, um, in May, was my, mom, my friend's mum's birthday. At this point I still had my stitches in. So I went to this place called Ocean Rooms and I go there and I just felt that I had eyes on me I just as soon as I walked in I could tell that I was getting watched and I look up and there Anthony is standing there August the probably the 9th I get a text of question mark saying I love you so then I look at the picture and it's a picture of Anthony so I just said I don't want nothing to do with you he just said look I need I, I need one last cuddle with you my mum and dad were on holiday so the the moment he kept saying, I'll come to your house then, I didn't care because I knew that I wouldn't upset them or anything. There was I'd no just, hold over you Yeah, anymore. there's no hold. Come okay. to my house. I'm here on my own. Come to my house. I'll ring the police straight away. Yeah. But at least the Your mum and dad are not here. Yeah. yeah. So you, because your mum and dad were away, you were kind of not reacting as you would normally have reacted. Yeah. Normally he, he knew that he'd say, I'll he come to your hold, house. hold, yeah. Yeah. So, but the more I was saying it, the more I was getting nasty at. So the fair, August the 13th, um, don't know why, but I saved my WhatsApp messages. I don't know why, but I saved them to my email because I had a gut feeling. He'd not threatened me or anything, but he was getting nasty. He was just calling me every name under the sun. Um, and then that was the 14th of August. That was when I got attacked. <sighs> <laughs> so the attack happened and you knew and based so, on so everything as, yeah. that you've just told me. And then like my phone sense. got full of acid and their messages all of that stuff was backed up so basically the way they got Anthony was um, took the police nine months to get my attacker and that was basically for a tip-off really no, no, so they everyone, didn't no but everyone went quiet everyone, Nobody. no one would speak no one would speak they were scared of him no one would speak um they were scared of the guy that they were scared of Anthony, Anthony. had such a hold right. that no one was speaking no okay. one okay but they finally got the guy that yeah, actually did it. Off, yeah. And what do you know about him? Uh, he was a vulnerable person. Um, he'd oh, okay. never been involved in the police before. So he was easily manipulated. Yeah. Um, his mum was disabled and he's basically been a, been a carer from a young age. A vulnerable person that Anthony used, yeah. So, oh my God, okay. So then we go forward to the trial. Yeah. I don't know if it's my imagination, but I feel like acid attacks have become more common. Oh, yeah. Do you think that there's something about that way of attacking someone that it is... It's an instant, it's an instant um, disfigurement. And it's a major disfigurement. And it's not just, you know, with a stab or, you know, I, I got stabbed, so I know how a stab feel. But, um, you know, when you have stitches and everything like that, and that is kind of basically how it is where acid is just an instant dramatic life change and you know and it's worse I hadn't died but it's just so you have to live everything you know sometimes I was in my hospital bed thinking that would have been easy just to die because I've got to go through all this you know 
all the trauma and it wasn't just me it was I was watching my family you know yeah. it was a domino effect it was you know I've never seen my dad cry before I've never seen my brothers cry you know then the trial approached did yeah. anyone plead guilty um so Jason Harrison pleaded guilty and Jason is was the my one attacker. yeah he pleaded guilty and Daniel Marshall who was the driver he okay. pleaded guilty and he got seven years. Okay. Do three and a half on the yeah. behaviour. And then Jason Harrison, he got initially 14 years. But because there wasn't much evidence on Anthony, he was very smart. There was no, you know, text messages, very verbal. And he was very smart on the evidence front. Jason Harrison become my queen's evidence. So basically stood up saying, I done it. But the reasons I done it was against Anthony so for him helping me out um he got 10 years taken off so then he got four years due what to what do you I think about that um I, it angered me but my main person was Anthony so okay. even though he was the one that he's the one that scarred me you know I hadn't got half head hair I hadn't got an ear you know I'm scarred for life because of him Anthony didn't actually do it so then that angers me when I think about it like that. Mm. But Anthony was the main one. Anthony himself, did he plead guilty or not guilty? No. I knew he'd take me to trial. He, he went not guilty. To he took me to trial. He he would do... I knew that. That last little bit of yeah, control. And he was found guilty. Yeah, he was found guilty. Good. Yeah. And he got 14 years. Life minimum of 14. Life, so that means he'll be inside definitely for 14 years. Yeah. And then after that, he can He can apply, apply. to come out, but then once he's out, he's got a life license. So okay. whether he does a little steal, something from the shop or something, that can potentially send him back. Yeah. Okay. And he'll never be allowed in it, like, around here. How are you now? Yeah, I'm okay. Um, I was 22, so I still had a life to live. And You're so I, young. Yeah, so I had, um, I had to, I had to find a way to, to you know, get over it, or you know, get. I had, I had a life to live. You know, I, I just live life to the full way, basically. Now, you know, I found someone as well, and he, he supports me, and he care, you know, he cares for me, and my scars don't bother him or or anything like that. How was that kind of getting back into dating? Um, yeah, it was hard, but um, I met him on Tinder and it was all to do my friends. My friends go on Tinder and they're a bit all like, my friend was like, just go on there, like, you know, just to get your confidence up, you know. Um, you know, if it don't work out, then that's just a practice day. You get your free food and, you know, <laughs> that will get you out there again. It was all like, she back sold it saddle. to me. <laughs> so I went on Tinder and... Um, went on a date and he's yeah he's was he the first one seriously (laughs) yeah that's amazing what's he like as a character he's so laid back which at first it was really hard because i don't know not that he didn't don't care but like anthony was the opposite was controlling and constant whereas josh is so laid back and he just not that he don't care my mum says that is that laid back she can push him over like he's just one of those lads and it takes a bit of adjusting to you yeah. though doesn't it that difference yeah and what are you like now as a person how how would you say this has changed you for me I've won against him like mm. despite anything so mm. I kind of I don't really live on edge anymore whereas at first I did I was always looking and trying to get as much holidays in and like just 
It's best like, kind of revenge, yeah, isn't it? To exactly. get on and live yeah, an amazing like, life. I always wanted to go to Australia and he'd say, oh, you're never going to Australia. And I went to Australia for two months. So, like, little Excellent. things like that. Me and the girls been to New York and just little things like that. Dubai I went to last year, like, just, like, holidays and, yeah. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. She's pretty tough, isn't she? I mean, incredibly resilient. Yeah, she is. I think that for her, part of the process of recovery is kind of proving to herself that she's more than he told her she was. But, you know, the attack itself and the recovery were not only very traumatic, but they were incredibly painful. And obviously, we haven't gone into full details in our episode, but, you know, that physical pain was was significant. Wow, I'm sure. I mean, any kind of burn is painful. Yeah, it is. She was, you know, badly burnt. I think we should say that acid attacks aren't just a feature of domestic abuse, are they? They're also used in hate crime, terrorism and Sometimes just randomly, for example, delivery drivers have faced attacks from gangs of young people. Oh my gosh. In 2016, I think in London alone, corrosive substances were used in 454 crimes. In the UK, unlike many countries, men make up the majority of victims. Yeah, and I guess the thing about corrosive substances is that they're easy to get hold of, aren't they? And they can be squirted at someone from a distance. Yes, and I suppose there's no weapon afterwards to be, you know, found or what have you. You've yeah, just got a and you can't be done for carrying it. Well, I don't know, but presumably... I think you can be done for carrying it now, can't can you? you? Yeah, they have brought in new laws to try and okay. keep up with... Like, in light of yeah, this, yeah, but, the um, attacks, yeah. Not an easy thing to charge people no so without wishing to turn this into like a public information service what should you do if this happens okay well I have a bit of an overwhelming need to look this sort of stuff up so here's what I found out you should remove clothing and jewelry because I guess those things can be retaining the acid yeah um, and avoid taking any clothing over your head because that may spread the acid to your face Mm. and your hair Uh, rinse with cool clean water don't apply anything like creams or ointments 
And if you have access to sterile gauze or even something like cling film, then you can wrap the, the affected area once it's been fully rinsed and that helps to avoid contamination. So, so yes, yeah, quite similar to the, the if you'd been burnt with hot yeah, water. Yeah, um, absolutely. I know a friend of mine wrapped her daughter's arm in cling film after she'd been burnt and that was the right thing to do so yeah and I suppose if it happens to someone else and you're around then you need to be careful like for yourself you need yeah. to protect yourself yeah definitely we heard how the acid from Adele got onto the other bystanders so if you are going to help someone then yeah you need to be aware of your own skin and and really take care of yourself Adele's story is a reminder of coercive control yeah, isn't it yeah um, they've been together for a while before he physically assaulted her, but the abuse had started well before then. He'd isolated from her friends. Yeah. Um, I know there was an incident of revenge porn. Yeah, there was. And yeah. emotional blackmail. Yeah. Yeah, I think that understanding of the range of behaviours is maybe one of the biggest changes in recent years. You know, it's not all about a black eye, you know, that understanding what those different behaviours look like. So definitely. Let's hope that maybe the generation growing up now are more aware than previous generations. Yeah, I think they are. And I think also the law is changing as well, isn't it, to recognise yeah. that. If you'd like to find out more about Adele's story, then I can recommend her book, which is called Brave. I read it in preparation for this episode and we've linked to it in the show notes. Okay, shall we move on to our podcast recommendation? Okay, what have you got for us this week, Claire? So I've been exploring BBC Sounds a bit more as a new place to find podcasts. I've dipped into Parentland as a good okay. opportunity to find some much-needed parenting tips. <laughs> I found it pretty helpful. I'll need a few of those, yeah. Also, the BBC has finally caught up with us, tongue firmly in cheek, and they have made a nine-part series about our story we put out a few weeks ago, Dead in the Water, Penny Story. Oh, okay. Um, theirs is called Paradise, and I think one and two are now out. So if you enjoy Dead in the Water and would like some more info, then do have a listen. Okay, so... Parentland and Paradise, both on the BBC Sounds. That's right. Okay, this brings to an end our season looking at people searching for justice. If you've got any feedback for us, we'd love to hear from you in all the usual ways. It's incredibly helpful for us to get a fresh pair of ears on the programmes that we make. So do let us know your thoughts, good or bad, because otherwise, Claire, it's just... You and me kind of rattling around <laughs> trying to decide what works and what doesn't. Exactly. We're off to make some more backstories for you and we'll be back. So keep an eye on our little thumbnail in your podcast library. Sign up a friend or 10 in the meantime and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We are The Backstory Podcast on Facebook and Instagram at The Backstory Pod on Twitter search for the backstory with Claire and Susie in your podcast directory for sponsorship opportunities or if you'd like to take part in a show please contact hello at the backstorypodcast.co.uk the backstory podcast is produced by tin shared productions are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.